0: Hello, I'm Michael. I'm Radek. And this is the podcast. A sounding board for interesting ideas and insights. We discuss books to read and want to share with you, as well as technology and productivity, which is what we do by day, working on our app, NOSB. AutoWare wherever Else comes to mind. And what comes to mind today is home automation. Yes.
1: Uh, let's rediscover the geek within. So home automation, I've been always dreaming of making my home more intelligent and apparently over the last week or so, I've done just that.
0: Yeah, so I, I, I didn't get into this this whole, you know, home kit, home automation, you know, smart, smart light bulb, smart everything uh, stuff. First of all, because like, uh, whatever, I don't care. Second of all, uh, they're relatively uh, expensive and it seems like, like it seemed so far that the benefit was kind of small. Like a lot of people, uh, just random people on, on the internet. Like like this is what I what I gathered, not not researching this deeply, were like frustrating with all those things because uh, you know managing stuff through Siri and HomeKit and and all those smart things that work through Wi-Fi or Bluetooth, they can be flaky. They they don't work hundred percent of the time, and it's like. It doesn't you know it, it removes some friction in theory, but like i I feel like so far this is still at the level where this is really exciting for someone like you and me, just because we're geeks and we're prepared to do a lot of extra unnecessary work to just make something cool. Would you agree with that characterization i would i agree with
1: that it's you know actually when you think about it, it's very similar the description of. Of Of my way of doing the home kit stuff in my house is very similar to your description of three d printing It's yeah. really annoying it's lots of work it, it, it's It's really lots of work, even though the electricians have done a pretty f- okay job in my house when I was renovating the house, but still frustrating. Things get flaky, things get disconnected. It's frustrating how some things just don't work at some point and then then they work and then they don't. Like it's really really bad and it's just awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's so delightful. Like really. And we'll get to that part. But you know, <laughs> it's you go through that agony and stuff, but then like
0: it's so much fun. So uh yeah.
1: This is home automation.
0: Yeah. So you've been buying some home kit accessories.
1: Yep. Yeah. I mean, so coming back to to the whole thing, I've been dreaming about this, really. Like, you know, I'm a geek, you know, I'm a very, very geeky person. So for me, I've been dreaming about this since I've seen the video, a promo video of Fibaro. It's a Polish home automation system years ago. And we'll link to this video in the show notes. This video was just mind, you know, blowing. The car was coming in. As the car was approaching, the gate was opening. The coffee was already brewing. The the <laughs> lights were, you know, changing color. Everything was amazing. And when I saw that video, I was like, "Yeah, I want a house like that. I want to be approaching and changing and coffee brewing automatically. All that stuff." So really, I bought the Kool Aid, but I. I heard about the system and the system, you know, made, a like many systems, made a great demo video. But mm. then uh, in practice, it was flaky. The apps were not there or were very flaky as well. The system was proprietary, wasn't encrypted actually. So there was lots of problems with, the, with this Fibaro system. Some people swear by it, some don't. But that, that, that really, I was, I think two years ago, almost ordering the whole thing. When when they told me, for example, that some of the things I won't be able to do and whatnot, so in the end, I gave up on on, on this system. I decided not to not to uh, buy it. And then you would have to buy uh, like a central thing to manage the whole the whole stuff connected to the internet. So I I wasn't sure about it. I was I, I loved the the promise, but I, I didn't want uh, But I, I I wasn't convinced. And with HomeKit. I thought it's genius. I mean Apple is doing it, you know. They will k- take care of my privacy, they will take care of security, encryption and all this stuff. But of course the HomeKit as it was announced years ago, it was really slowly picking up. There were not lots of devices, um there were not lots of lots of things that would support it. Um so in the end HomeKit was there. I was following it, I was following um articles about it, but I I, I never took uh, took the plunge to actually do something about it, um, and the promise of HomeKit is, is 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 first, it's Apple, so it's I trust Apple with security, privacy, and all these uh, these things. Apple is not uh, an ad company like Google or Amazon, so um, I trust them more. I have devices at home, so I have two Apple TVs, I have one HomePod, so um, uh, I have these devices that already support HomeKit and can serve as HomeKit. Hubs, and especially, I think what what got me off, I mean, like, really what started this whole thing was HomePod. HomePod, this, you know, this uh, uh, not really convincing speaker with Siri that works or doesn't work, but having HomePod in the kitchen um, got us used to talking to Siri. Even though Siri doesn't listen at all or listens you know <laughs> rarely, so uh, like we we, we we got used to like all of us at home, got used to setting timers, uh, asking Siri about weather, asking Siri uh, to play us some music, um, so we got used to it, and this is when I started uh, like having this home pod a lot, uh, and and this already habit of talking to Siri, I decided you know let's revisit the whole thing. And uh, then I checked on Amazon and on Amazon, uh, the first switches that I saw um, uh, compatible with HomeKit were around 50, 40 bucks or 50, 40 euro, which is not that expensive. It's still expensive for a switch, but um, it's not, you know, in hundreds of of, of euros. So, uh, so it's, it's, it's something that, you know, I'm already, I, I could already start considering. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, when I saw them, I decided, you know, let's try to do something and let's try to start somewhere. And um, my, first, uh, my first step was to um, finally solve the problem of light in the garage. Okay, explain that. So the idea was this, to put a, a HomeKit sensor to determine if the garage gate is open or it's closed. And based on that, turn on, on or, turn, or flip on or flip off the switch of light in the garage this mm-hmm. is something that can be done cheaply and mechanically so it's really not something that you know requires home kit and home automation but for <laughs> me it was the it was the first excuse to try it and to see if this works <laughs> and the most important thing which does help having it automated is the fact that it's not a dumb connection between open open uh, turn on the light close turn off the light it's you know the home kit system Checks if the light is already on. If it's already on, it won't you know flip the switch because it's already on. You know, so it's it's more intelligent than that. So anyway, this was my first um, uh, my first uh, way of trying it, and so I bought the, the this um, uh, Eve door window sensor and then cool cool geek uh, cool geek sorry cool geek um, uh, switch light switch, and installed both of them. Uh, with the help of, of my father, my father is elect- uh, is a retired electrician. He's our VP of finance, but he knows stuff about electronics <laughs> and and uh, uh, he understands currents, which is uh, helpful. Um, I don't. Uh, well, I pretend I do now. Um, uh, so we installed it, and it worked and it worked as promised. So um, when you open the garage, you know the light is on, uh, and 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 of course I could. Um, turn on and turn off garage light with my voice saying hey siri um okay i will for the you uh, know purpose of this podcast i will say hey dingus because if i say hey siri i might invoke some people's siri so uh, you would say hey dingus uh, turn on garage light and it will just turn on so
0: yeah this is how it started all right so that, that, that's so amusing that that you took something that, that could really be solved in a much simpler way and, you know, put a hundred dollars of like complicated technology to make this work. Right? Yeah, but this is what
1: what, what us geeks do, like this is what we do. We over, uh, you know, overthink the problems or, you know, like we, <laughs> um, and, you know, now I would put it differently. I was seeking an excuse to try some of the HomeKit stuff. I, I just wanted to have an excuse. So before the this uh, garage thing, I bought um, IKEA light. So this set of IKEA lights, IKEA bulbs and IKEA relay. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's already also compatible with HomeKit. So I set it up with HomeKit and works in my, in my home office. But I wasn't that convinced because the IKEA stuff is a little bit flaky. Now it's a little bit better, but it was really flaky when I installed it. So it wasn't... You know enough to push me, but after the success of Garage, I went all in. I really <laughs> went all in. So um, I asked my father if um, uh, if we could you know do some more lights and switches. So I checked um, on Amazon, and uh, turns out this a single switch is 50, is forty euro, and a you know double switch so for two different lights um, is fifty euro. So I optimized for how many double switches I can install in my home, you know, to have um, uh, lights uh, uh, turn on in many places, so in the kitchen, in the bedroom, so we started with the kitchen, and so I bought one double switch, installed it in the kitchen, and sen- suddenly I could say, hey Dingus, uh, turn on the kitchen table, and then the kitchen table light would just... Turn on, and I would say um, turn on kitchen stove. So the the light um, above the kitchen stove it would turn on. And I would say ki- uh, turn off kitchen, and would turn both of the lights off. It was freaking amazing, you know. It was um, uh, you know having HomePod there and just being able to speak to it and change the lighting in the in the in the kitchen was just fantastic, you know. I I know it might not sound revolutionary to people but for me it was like whoa I can manage light you know with voice this is so cool
0: yeah but th- did you feel like it's just making it harder I mean we we played with your home pot trying to ask it for uh the weather uh tomorrow in in different cities and like it would work some of the time <laughs> and you know you have a nice kitchen but but like the the light switches are not very far away and you don't have a HomePod in every um, place so you can, you can just you know speak to Siri without uh, anyway having to, to do an action. I mean, okay, sure, you have your, your Apple Watch, but, but, but like, still. We'll get to that in a second. Okay. Because,
1: as you know, if you have an iPhone lying down and it listens to Hey Dingus, you can speak to, the, to your iPhone. So we'll get to that. Anyway, um, as with everything, you really reap the benefits of such an installation if you really go all in. So if you don't install yeah. just you know, lights in two places, like in garage and the kitchen, and that's it, right? So I started counting how many switches I would need, talking to my father, and then made a very big order on Amazon. Uh, how many? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a picture of that. I'm gonna put a picture on that on Instagram. So we're gonna link in the show notes. But you're um <laughs> but I can just check right now in the okay. So there is there is an app for uh, storing all the um uh passes because each each um home device comes with an with an installation pass, so mm-hmm. it's called home pass. So oh let me tell you 18 switches.
0: Eighteen switches.
1: Yes. Well, th- so, that was
0: an order of eighteen switches, or it's eighteen switches including the ones you already installed. No, it's
1: it's totaled. I so my fir- my second, uh, my so my you know biggest order was I think twelve switches, one you <laughs> know in, in one batch, and then I had to order additional ones, and then comes the super geeky part. Now, okay, it, the, the problem is with HomeKit is that there are not many things available yet, even though you know some of them are. Um, Uh, So for example, there is uh, a, a, for the switches, uh, there are some light dimmers and things, but I don't Mm -hmm. dim my lights that much, Um, but uh, there are only turn on and off light switches. And Mm -hmm. for example, there are no, um, I couldn't find any systems uh, to, uh, um, to manage blinds, you know, to turn them Mm -hmm. on and off uh, or, you know manage blinds um, and, I, and we have here lots of blinds we have blinds in the in the living room in the kitchen in my bedroom and in both kids rooms so we have many blinds so the problem is you know actually blind management is very cool it's like when you leave home just you know turn off all the blinds and then blinds will just go down it would be hmm. fantastic it would be you yeah. know it would save me time to just go from which room to one room to another and just you know put blinds down when we leave the home
0: Right. Uh, now, since it's you know, Siri and HomeKit, all you have to do is go to all rooms to check if it worked.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. I have, I, I, I have um, uh, uh, the information in the HomeKit app, so I don't have to check if it worked.
0: Ah, okay. So, so it's, not just, it's not just the actuator, but it's also a sensor to tell you if they're closed or not. Exactly. it gives you the status update. So, uh, so the, the problem was,
1: there are no switches for blinds. Mm-hmm. And the this the, they're just switches for lights, and then my father, who's a genius, thought, yeah, Michael, but actually what we can do is we can put a relay, a very small relay, between the lights, I mean the, the sorry the blinds, and the switch. This way, the switch would when, when it's on, it would turn relay on, and this would give an impulse to, for example, put uh, the blind up, and off would turn off the relay and this would turn off i mean you know put down the blind so this way we would have to just put this relay this relay f- uh, that, that supports the 230 or 110 uh, uh, you know uh, volts mm-hmm. um, between the switch the light switch and the blind
0: and this is Man, exactly- your, your dad really knows
1: his currents he knows his currents. Really, he knows his <laughs> currents. So what we did is we went to um, uh, the local store, local, you know, uh, this, you know, little, little Merlin kind of shop. And mm-hmm. they said that they had no relays because this is very specific electric thingy and they don't carry it. So we had to go to special electrician shop wh- to get... Wh-
0: why didn't you order it on Amazon?
1: We did, but the, 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 they only had three and we needed more. Like, you know... in <laughs> So, so Wait, there, um, there were
0: there were three items of this type of relay that were available on all of Amazon and
1: yeah, I mean it, it, the Amazon page said that there were more. I ordered more, and then they would say you know <laughs> delivery delivery <laughs> beginning of October and uh, my pa- and it. my father is leaving you know in, in in tomorrow actually so so there was no time. We had to go to electrician sh- shop and get more get us more relays, Um so we. What we did is we adjusted these relays to work with the blinds. And now, if I so, but the only downside of that is that you cannot put blinds halfway through. So you cannot like half close uh, like uh, close the window with the blind. You can Mm -hmm. either have it completely open or completely closed. So uh, is so this is like a limitation of the system. And I had to convince my wife that yes, I don't remember we ever put the blind halfway through. We always. Either open it or close, so um, it's not a big deal. And she, uh, I mean, can't you still um, manually uh, actuate it? Okay, no, 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 no. It's you know, it's everything is goes through this relay right now, so there is no way to to manage it a different way. All right, so we did that and uh, we changed. I mean, you know, we it was lots of again, you know, playing with cables. Playing with stuff and putting all the cables, and of course figuring out what other electricians had, and you know, in the system, uh, going through pipes uh, with cables, <laughs> like lots of lots of work. You know, um, in the end, it does work now, and um, and again, I did lots of good prep work because, as I told you, um, I've been dreaming about this uh, of, of having a, a, a an automated house. House. That's why when I was doing re- the last renovation of our house. I explicitly asked people who were installing our new windows and new blinds, I told them I don't want any remotes for the blinds because there are two types of blinds. There are blinds with remotes or blinds that you can turn on, uh, 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 pull up or pull down with a switch in the wall. And I told them I want the switch and they would all look at me like strangely like, Michael, uh, Everybody wants remotes. It's more convenient. You can do it from the distance and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but if I have a remote, there is no way I'm going to connect it to, uh, in the future, to an you know, HomeKit, whatever device. And right. I was right. And I was really right. So I forced them to uh, get me these uh, blinds with a switch, not with a remote. Mm-hmm. And the only blinds that had a remote were the ones in my bedroom. But fortunately, in the same week we were, when we were installing uh, the, the the switches, the blinds, one of the blinds in my bedroom failed, so we had to change the motor anyway. So we changed the motors of the of both of the blinds to to support uh, the switch. Mm-hmm. So now all of my blinds, all of them, <laughs> are being managed with HomeKit. So I so I can create a scene. This is a cool thing we can do with HomeKit. You can create a scene that's called it's called you know all blinds down. And when I tap on it or i say it to Siri, then all blinds in my home are going down. Nice. So like, it was really it was um, uh, lots of work and really like really lots of work. And uh, the electricians uh, uh, who came here to install the blinds. They were blown away when they saw my demo of me saying, that uh, asking Siri to um, uh, put up the blind, um, the blinds. So they were blown away. So in the end, I'm really happy with the system. Now we have lots of switches, uh, lots of things, and now it's time for stage three: <laughs> automation, automation. And what it does is so. In HomeKit, you can create scenes, as I mentioned, so you can connect several things to do one thing. But you can automate things as well, as I mentioned in the very beginning of the show. When you, when I, when the, if the garage door opens, turn on the light. So it's a basic automation. But there's more. For example, I have trouble waking up my girls in the morning for school. So at 7:45 a.m. sharp. Their blinds go up automatically, and light on switches in their bedroom. <laughs> there is no escaping from me anymore. It goes automatically. The first day it happened, um, my daughter was so amazed. She was like, "Daddy, what happened? You were not here, and it just opened. You know what what what's going on?" So, so it's really cool, and. Um, and another thing, of course, is uh, automation for myself. So at seven thirty, for example, I have the same thing going on in my bedroom. So mm-hmm. uh, the blinds go up. The uh, the we have in our bedroom we have an ensuite uh, bathroom. So the the a, a small light uh, lights on uh, in the uh, bathroom indicates me where I should go right now. You know, so it's uh, it's uh, really cool, and um, and I'm just starting with the automation. But uh, I think you know there. There's there's a lot more that can be done. But um, but already this this pleasure of, for example, leaving home and just turning off the lights with one command or with one um, uh, scene, turning uh, putting on p- putting the blinds down with one scene is just really really cool.
0: That's interesting. How like do you? Do you have more ideas for automation than, than than just this like i'm I'm really curious about about the the possibilities i mean like you 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 know you know me and workflow right the workflow app yeah i I knew about it for years but but like it took me a while to like really grasp like how much you can do when you can just pull different apps like Lego pieces together to to just make magic happen. I'll give you a, a
1: few other examples. Again, I'm starting with this. I'm also starting with naming things because my wife was like telling me because my wife was away for the weekend. So it was easier for us to install everything, which was good. And she came back and she was like, Michael, but I don't remember all the names, how you named the scenes and whatever. I'm like, baby, we will decide on names together. Like this is, you know, I'm just starting with this. So, you know, don't, mm-hmm. you know, don't be just hooked up on the names. But for example, we are in the kitchen, and we have three different, completely different lights uh, controlled by HomeKit, and one of them is very nice. It's like um, this uh, very small light, uh, very like very moody, very nice. And then two of them are strong. So I say to uh, HomePod, um, turn on kitchen mood, and then it switches off the big lights and just puts on the small one. So like, you know, this kind of change. Or yeah. for example, I'm leaving, I'm, I'm going to bed now. So I'm just telling the HomePod, good night house. And what it does, it just puts down the blinds, turns off all the lights and turns on lights, uh, lights in my bedroom. This way, when I go to the bedroom, the light is on there already. So this kind of uh, relationships, you know, as, as you said, I think I'm going to discover more what can be done because there are also motion sensors, which I haven't used yet. Yeah. Um, and and so so there are motion sensors that I I'll still have to investigate where I need them and how to put them. The cameras, their HomeKit cameras, uh which I haven't bought yet because they're pretty expensive and I'm not sure um like the reviews are not 100% you know there with these cameras, but the the cameras what what they also have is also motion sensor. So if something happens outside, you know, they can re- react. And um also these um uh a door, window sensor So if something opens, mm-hmm. then do something. You know. So if I open the door, then uh, do something. And um, so with that, uh, it, there is still uh, some possibilities to consider. But uh, I really blew away um, uh, my my wife uh, my wife's mind yesterday when we were going to bed, and we were already in bed, and she said, "Okay, Michael. So um, you." You are so happy with the automation and things. But look, the light is on in the bathroom. The light is on here. So, uh, so what do you do now? And I said, hey, dingus, night, night. And everything just went dark. <laughs> and she was like, whoa. <laughs> so um, so this is uh, where we are at. Another part of what I'm going to do, I already have it figured out, m- m- mostly um, is I'm, gonna, I'm going to be changing doors the front and back doors of the house I already got this planned and after the new door comes in I'm going to buy the HomeKit locks as well so this ah. way I will be able to unlock doors with the iPhone or with Apple Watch
0: Okay, um, I, I just realized right now that uh, you can also execute um, HomeKit commands through the workflow app
1: Yes, through, through shortcuts. And yes.
0: yeah, exactly. Uh, right, it's, it's no shortcuts, not workflow. I'm going to call it a workflow anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. And since you can call workflows through Siri or through any other way, then you could combine it like the the home the HomeKit scene seems like uh, like a very simple way of like workflows, but only with HomeKit commands. Yes. And this way you could um, combine it with, with different things and you could still, you know, trigger it through Siri or uh, from, you know, uh, from your phone or from your watch, correct? I mean,
1: yes, you could have like as this, I mean, we have linked in the show notes already, in the past shows, sorry, uh, to our morning routines and things. But you mm-hmm. can really create a very elaborate morning routine if you want to, you know, that you know some you do something, then the, 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 switch, the light switches here, then switches off there, and you go there. You know, you can really like like automate the <clears throat> out of it.
0: Yeah, I I just I just uh what I was like looking up uh, when you were talking, um like some some home automation stuff. So I I saw this like smart electric socket that uh you can use you know for automation so that it turns on at a specific time. Or, you know, through a command. So, uh, you know, if you're the the kind of person that does, I don't know, like toasts in the morning, you could prepare the bread, like as part of your evening routine and just like set a timer or whatever. So that, you know, the the, the blinds pull up, the music turns on, the uh, the light in the bathroom shows up and already the the coffee starts brewing and whatever. Exactly. Yeah, I'm
1: actually... (laughs) Funny you mention it, because uh, just today on Amazon, there is a flash sale of three of these. And I'm going to get them and I'm going to install them at home. So, um, yeah, it's it's also another possibility to use these uh, smart sockets and then on and off. I, um, it's, yeah, it's uh, completely cool. And um, what I did, for example, in my home office, getting back to the IKEA setup... Uh, what I did is I've uh, set up the the, the smart bulbs. Uh, I have five of them right now, and mm-hmm. one of them is uh, outside of my home office. There is a light there, and it's and a bulb. And um, when it lights, when it when it's on, it indicates that I'm recording a podcast. So I have a scene called ah. podcast, <laughs> and it just turns on that light there. And this way, my kids and the nanny that comes in sometimes here to ask me for something knows that she shouldn't. Bothered to ask me because I'm recording, so she shouldn't enter.
0: Oh, and I just realized that in Mojave you can also trigger HomeKit stuff from the Mac. Yes, it's coming. It's all coming along, man. And because, like, like, like in in this example, what will be annoying is that, like, I for example, when starting a podcast, I have this elaborate workflow. Well, not a workflow. It's a, it's a script that you know does all the things that I need to prepare for recording the podcast. But like, I wouldn't be able very easily to to trigger from my Mac an action that affects HomeKit. But if you can trigger something on the Mac, um, it would be good if you could do it f- uh, from the keyboard or even like uh, script it somehow. Because mm-hmm. like using Siri to do it or like opening an app like that, that, no, that's that's not automation.
1: It's shortcuts. I mean, you can use shortcuts and this way it works
0: yeah i I can't wait until we have shortcuts the shortcuts app on the mac because that's the 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 lack of shareability between the two platforms is super annoying like I have some like yeah. really complicated elaborate script for automation on the mac and they're really hard to do and I can't use them on the on the phone and on the ipad and I have some really cool stuff on the on i o s using shortcuts slash workflow that I can't you know trigger on my mac and you know depending on on the situation uh one device might be more convenient to use and i have having to switch or like regress to doing something manually really sucks but but getting back to what, what you're saying you mentioned you're going to replace the the doors you, you you're just going to replace them anyway or do you need like some magic kind of doors so no. that you can
1: I was, I mean, I was going to replace the doors anyway because they're old doors. Because you know, I, I uh, the house that, I'm, that, I'm, that I live in, this, uh, it was, you know, bought from someone. Uh, the house is twenty years old. I, I bought it five years ago. And these doors have been here from the very beginning, right. and they are not the safest doors there are. Right. So um, when I was doing renovation, I uh, did save money on not changing the doors because there were other things I had to spend money on. Uh, so I decided to postpone it. But now that um, um, I I just saw that these doors are no longer like very well done, so I decided you know let's let's just change the doors to to new ones. So. It's not about that. I was going to replace the doors anyway, uh, and that's why I'm right, right now waiting uh, when the doors arrive, when they're, they'll be installed, and this will be again a trigger for me to to um, to put on the the smart locks. Um, I uh, uh, I've already re- researched the area, which kind of smart locks I should use and how to install them. So I've got all you know, I got I got all this figured out. I just need to uh, to wait for it. So um so this is coming what i did do for example is like you know because i live in a house uh, with a very small garden because you know we have Mm -hmm. like um, the houses as as you know you've been here uh, it has a it's it's a like whole line of houses Mm -hmm. so we have small back garden very small one and then we have common garden for you know all the neighbors in this um, small um, neighborhood let's call it so uh, the small garden you know door is just like a normal normal Simple door, and very often it's annoying that it's closed. And, it, and I want to just, you know, I want to get in, but I don't have the key with me. Uh-huh. So I, so I also used again the relay and the light switch uh, to use the uh, to to trigger opening this door. So what happens is that uh, when when you click on the uh, on this light switch, it gives an impulse to the relay relay. Oh, like puts on asks you know that, that does the, the sound to open mm-hmm. the door, and then through automation in HomeKit, um, uh, it turns off the switch immediately. So when you turn it on, it, turn, it turns itself on, uh, off. Sorry. R-
0: right. So so you're you're not talking about the the house door from that no. side. You, you mean this, this tiny door. door from this common area to the tiny garden. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly,
1: exactly, because um, because you know this doesn't really require a lot of security. I mean, people can just jump, you know, over the fence. So it's literally, it's, right, it's, right, right, right. It, you know, but it's still, you know, we still lock it for the, you know, for the inco- I mean, you know, close yeah,
0: it. it's it's a sort of buzzer that you have in like um, exactly like a, apartment building uh, doors or something like that.
1: Exactly, exactly. So yeah. you know, it it doesn't have to be very secure. It just has to be b- b- locked and pretty easy unlockable so now uh, through using again light switch with a relay and with automation that it just you know when you switch it on it switches off automatically so it just gives the impulse for the buzzer to, to open the door I can again uh, open it through uh, Apple Watch or through uh, iPhone. So it's very very convenient. Um, when, when I'm you know just walking around, I don't need to take my key anymore to to just enter the 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 the, um, uh, the garden. Of course, I have to. I still need the key to enter the house. But uh, but this will also change <laughs> we'll see <about> once that. <laughs> I get the, exactly. We'll see about that. This will also change. And what they did, uh, as far as I know, uh, in in they improved HomeKit in this regard that. You know, the smart locks are in a different category than smart switches. So there is no way to invoke a smart lock with voice if you're not, if you don't have a device unlocked with you. So, for example, there is no way to use HomePod to just shout, you know, open the front door. Oh. Uh, be- because this would, you know, create a, this stupid situation that, you know, somebody is outside. They just shout to Siri, yeah. uh, to home, uh, HomePod, and it just opens the door for everyone. So, um, uh, the, the HomePod cannot open doors. HomePod can only tell you the status of the doors, if they are locked or not. And, uh, but to open doors,
0: you need to use uh, iPhone or, or Apple Watch. Okay, so like you need to be authenticated with with a device. Exactly. Like you, you can't just shout, "Hey, dingus." No, all you right. Can't wh- do one it. more question, uh, actually, a couple of them. But but the first one. Uh, speaking of, of home automation, uh, there's this whole like thing with uh, smart um, uh, AC. Like you have air conditioning uh, in your house, and you have radiators too, and there's stuff like Nest and like all sorts of like you know, automatable regulators, uh, did you look into that? Do you have any of, of that stuff or is it still like very primitive uh, thermostats? Uh,
1: so, yeah, so yes, I have a... Actually, you're right. This was my first HomeKit stuff. I bought a thermostat, uh, a HomeKit thermostat a year ago. Ah, or I anything. see. Yeah, so yes, exactly. Um, Because I, I was... F- I was going to buy a thermostat because uh, we w- we would switch the the heater anyway. So I didn't ask them to install any thermostat that comes with the heater. I wanted to have my own one, and this is what I when I bought on Amazon the I N- N- something. We'll link in the show notes. N- N- Natmo, mm-hmm. a thermostat, and it's and it's very good. Uh, It's Again, it works very well. Uh, It works with uh, with the heater and now what I also bought, and this is something I need to configure still and buy more, of course, is the valves, individual valves, because one thing is you have, I have one thermostat for the whole house, so it would just turn off heating uh, when certain temperature is is reached, which is okay-ish, but there are parts of the house that are colder and parts that are warmer. Mm -hmm. so for example my uh, children's uh, rooms are in the winter are colder than our bedroom so we will still need to buy I have already two of them but I would need to buy more valves to install in radiators to really be able to calibrate temperature in the house, right? Right, right. This way, this way, the valves, for example, in my bedroom will, will, will be locked because you know, temperature is there is fine, but then they will be open somewhere else, and then the thermostat will decide if it's you know, opens the, the heater or not, depending on the st- valve status. So, this is a more complicated situation,
0: all, all right? All right, but 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 is that just a Siri controllable thermostat, or, or does it have any? Uh, do you automate it in any way? Does it have any smarts? Like, you know, the the temperature, you don't want the same temperature at night or you don't want the same temperature when there's nothing in the house except you on one floor in one uh, place. Like you don't need to heat or cool the, the whole house when there's no one there. Uh, do, do you do stuff like this? Yes, exactly. Exactly.
1: You can set. Yeah, I've already done that with if, even with this thermostat. For example, the simple thing, you know, when I when we leave uh, for for a few days, uh, I changed. I mean, I, I, automatically, I set it, you know, to a different um, scenario. Scenario: where We are not we're not home, so it mm-hmm. just completely it changes the parameters of that. Uh, but um, so I I will I'll get back to you on that in a few months. But as far as I've read it, you can really you know, uh, automate it very nicely. So, for example, when I'm home alone in the home office, uh, the only thermostat that will be you know, working will be here, and then the, all the rest will be, will be colder because there's no need to, to heat the house. And then, right. for example, uh, a certain parts of the night, for example, when we go before going to sleep, things will change, and then at night it will change throughout the night, and then it will go up a little bit. Uh, so you can do all that. Yes, you can, yeah. and, you, and, and the thing is, again, You could have been doing all that before with thermostats. So it's not like it's rocket science. But now it's on the iPhone, so it's more convenient to to see it. The interface is better. And Mm -hmm. second, you can control it from anywhere in the world uh, because um, because of the Apple TV and the HomePod. And this is, I think, something I wanted to mention I haven't. With HomeKit, apart from security, Apple, trusting in Apple and all this stuff, I don't need add additional devices apart from the HomeKit enabled devices in my home. Ah. So, so which is I think is cool. I for example for IKEA I did have to buy this relay thingy to control the bulbs, but this was the only thing. Um, all the switches they are connected directly to HomeKit and for example this KUGIK company, I didn't even install their app at all. I just installed their switches directly through home app and that's it. So uh, I don't you know I didn't want to subscribe to another service and you know you have different homekit apps. So this is really cool and and thanks to the fact that we have Apple TVs and home pod at home um so one Apple TV is already enough that you can through iCloud you can control the whole thing from anywhere in the world you don't need to set up you know the um uh, ip address of your house you don't need to set up uh, name servers you know just the whole thing of setting up be, to be able to access anything in your house is gone because it goes through iCloud and your Apple TV is here at home and it's connected to the, to your iCloud so uh, and 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 Apple TV doesn't need to be configured it automatically is by you right, you right. know being around so th- this
0: kind of just works thing is really cool okay uh, one more thing do you so there's this there's this project uh, called Homebridge, uh, which has a cool tagline homekit support for the impatient and you know it, it's something totally for for the nerds, but it it's a it's a homekit server. So it's visible to the to HomeKit as if if it were a HomeKit device and you can put it on a Raspberry Pi or something like that and yes. and then you can use it to either plug in your own totally custom stuff like like just simple switches or whatever you can plug in into this Raspberry Pi and then you can have extra sensors or actuators um, which you can do completely your way or you can adapt to existing stuff which is not compatible with uh, HomeKit but you can use them while they're cheaper or just just work better for your particular use case or or something like that do you do you want to get into that at all or, or did, did you see examples where this would actually solve some problems that home, like there's no available or good or reasonably priced home kit solution for.
1: Yes, uh, totally. So the, this is again. I think I, I'm going down the rabbit hole, and I, I think I'm gonna you know pass through Homebridge as well, um, on my way there. Homebridge solves problems, for example, uh, where the manufacturers are just late with stuff. So, for mm-hmm. example, talking about um, uh, the the blinds. I have solved the problem with the blinds because I've already installed them, you know, changed the machines, you know, so that they work with pl- simple plugs not not remotes. But I still have different kind of blinds at home which are controlled by remotes. And there is a home bridge and a remote RF thingy that you can connect to the to the mm, uh, a Raspberry Pi to control it as well. So I might be into that. Also uh, you mentioned air conditioning. My air conditioning yeah. are very old devices. They're old, you know, Daikin. So Daikin is a pre- you know, pr- uh, premium, uh, good um, manufacturer. But I haven't seen anything from them uh, regarding HomeKit. So I'm sure there will be people, and or, or there already are, you know, uh, people who've solved the problem of connecting to Daikin uh, splitters, air
0: conditioning splitters, and just, you know, using HomeKit. So I I just looked up on on NPM Homebridge, you know, packages with Homebridge plugin in uh in their name or description and it says 1314 packages found. I, I bet most of of them are are like some, you know, crap or or just like actually not related, but like there's at least many dozens and probably hundreds of this Homebridge uh plugins. And I, I see just a lot of different brand names for stuff or like i don't know uh or, or adapters to 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 make it easier to plug in your own thing like there's so much stuff yeah
1: and 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 for example i have uh in living room I have Har- harmony remote as well connected to my stuff, and then as far as I know, I can connect harmony remote to through homekit this way I can also automate my movie night so you know to put the the, the screen down and just put on the right uh, um uh, remote uh, setup so. Yeah. There is a HomeBridge Harmony API plugin, of course. Exactly, exactly. So this is coming. I mean, HomeBridge is coming for me. Uh, Really, when you think about it, I bought a few loose things over the last year first. So the the thermostat, you know, the IKEA lights and, and some things. And then over the last, let's say, week and a half, I just automated this shit out of my house. So I'm on the roll here. So this is coming, and uh, I'm sure I'll be I'll be you know testing all these other things because as 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 you as I think hopefully with the examples that I gave you um as you can see when you have everything automated then then you can really build the the scenes and the automations yeah. like we, when you when everything is already connected then this uh, makes more sense than just you know have two or three switches on so that's why I'm already so happy to have all the blinds and and most of the lights already on this um. And then everything else, you know, will just come uh, in time. But again, this way, um, another plus of HomeKit. Uh, Unlike, for example, Fibaro, which is not saying that their stuff is bad, but I don't have to buy things from one manufacturer. I I mean, mean, even with HomeBridge, I don't have to, because with HomeBridge, I can adjust almost everything. But what I'm saying is that if I just need a HomeKit-enabled device... I can use uh, the switch from this company the the sensor from this company this other thing from the other company it's it's it, this is for me what what anyway is more convincing because I can really mix lots of sensors lots of things lots of switches um, in this one system that is built by me
0: all right uh we are way over time uh so we yeah. got to wrap this up but but I have one final thought which is that uh I wasn't so convinced about this whole home automation thing in terms of like uh, my stuff. Like, I don't really want to buy a, a bunch of uh, really overpriced accessories that that barely make a dent in in uh, let's just say my quality of light, uh, life. But but when I saw the Homebridge uh, stuff, now I'm hooked because like this this just sounds fun. Like, even if it takes a lot of time and work to to hook things up, like first of all, all the possibilities. And the fact that you can do a lot, a lot of things that are custom, you mm-hmm. know, it's more fun because it's more tinkering. It, it you just you don't just plug and play. It's fun, and first of all, it's it's way cheaper because like it's just Raspberry Pi and like you connect like, whatever. And I, I I did think of a couple of things that that I could use for for my own use. First of all, this 3D printer. Um, th- there's this, there's software that can control it. And like it would be nice if I could like prepare if I didn't have to do like multiple steps to uh, to to open it up. Like now I have to turn it on, I have to heat it up, I have to copy files from my Mac to an SD card with this like dinky adapter, then put the SD card on, and like and, and this way I could just control it from my Mac. Uh, second of all, what you said about blinds and the morning routine. Like this is important. Like we we talked we talked about about this how you you always like completely shut off like any external light when you go to sleep because it helps sleep. But the problem like I couldn't do this because it makes makes it like impossibly hard for me to wake up if if sun isn't flooding uh, my door. Uh, exactly. But if if I if I could you know automate it so that the blinds go up at you know. 7.45, uh, then that would be good. And conversely, in the, in the winter, if, I could, if it could like turn on lights, all available lights in the room, when it's like super dark outside, and at 8 a.m., that would be also great. And one last thing is, I have this annoying problem with, my, uh, with the, the, the modem uh, from my ISP. I have to use, like it, it's a modem and router in one box. I don't care about the router, I have a much better router. So the Wi-Fi is turned off, but it's it's optical link, so I have to use the modem. But it's just it's buggy and after like 2 weeks of of using it, it gets super slow, like so slow. But if I reboot it, it works. Why couldn't it just reboot itself every night like in the middle of the night? That would be great
1: this is what uh, I'm gonna do with one of these switches actually ah, nice. <laughs> to set a set a, you know a, 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 not, not daily but weekly um, schedule yeah. of just rebooting the whole thing um, because as you said the the modem from the ISP uh, sucks so having it rebooted having a fresh batch of internet <laughs> coming in <laughs> yeah. would be would be a good idea
0: so you see you see there are things to, to you can automate you, you said you were looking you were, you just, just Dying for years to find an excuse to to buy HomeKit accessories. Well, I've been dying for years to, to find a convincing uh, use case uh, or ex- an excuse to, to, to buy Raspberry Pi and, and and do some hacking with it. And I, I think I, I now have. Yeah, let's
1: let's yeah, you know, I'm, I'm I'm gonna buy mine as well. So we're gonna you know exchange ideas. Yeah, <laughs> for the Raspberry Pi. But anyway, I'm looking forward to to tinkering with the Raspberry Pi, with tinkering with other stuff and with the custom stuff, because really. I'm loving this. This is delightful. This is fun. This is lots of uh, time that's taken me, but it's a good kind of time.